Listen to that all night, and we might just. Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I'm not going to talk about the award ceremony because 90 years ago, this actress is no longer with us. She died in 2011, but she was she was a dame. She was a rebel. She was she had been an actor since she was a little kid. You know I'm not talking about Lassie. Uh she in fact that film that I just played for you, that when people would say to her, you know, they always ask, What film do you want to be remembered for? she said that film who's afraid of Virginia Woolf and today 90 years ago Elizabeth Taylor was born February 27th 1932 90 years ago glamorous a lot of problems she, I love what she said one time. She said she had read her own obituaries. <laughs> and she says they were the nicest things that people ever said about her. In fact, so famously so that she won her first Oscar for a film that she hated, Butterfield 8. Mainly because she almost died. And, and she got the, the, that, that was, she claims her sympathy vote. Where she plays a hooker in Butterfield 8. So the night that she won the Oscar, even she was stunned because that that was, I think, um, people assumed that Shirley MacLaine would get it for the apartment. And that didn't happen. Elizabeth Taylor, we could talk about the controversy. We could talk about, you know... um, the many men that she married she was married eight times but my main focus when it comes to her is the work 
People don't think of her as a great actress. They think of her as a beauty. But in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Damn. Damn, damn. She really put herself out there. She gained some pounds. She put on prosthetics because she wanted. She really wanted to look ragged. She really did. And and changed her voice, and and how you know in terms of how she spoke. But yeah, I mean that that's when I think of her, I immediately think of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf and Giant. Here's that moment in 1961. This was this was the moment. Elizabeth Taylor. Now, what's visible in that clip is her tracheotomy scar. And she famously talked about that. How she, you know, that's what happened. She knew she didn't really win for the movie. She went, she won because she almost died. But finally, in 1967, she won for a performance. She won for a performance that is memorable it took everything in her to do that performance and it didn't hurt that she was acting alongside her the very love of her life even even toward the end of her life when they asked who is the who is the great love of your life it was Richard Burton and Mike Todd the fact that she got to share the screen and Richard Burton and and who's afraid of Virginia Woolf is just it's amazing. And I was waiting. My internet's kind of acting funny. Don't you just love that? Especially during showtime. Um, she was born Dame Elizabeth Rosamund Taylor in London, England. February 27th, 1932. Died March 23rd, 2011 in Los Angeles, California. 
the first film. I mean, think of, think about it. Her her whole life, it really it, it was a, a movie. There's there's cinematic aspects in terms of the many times that she came back. You know, she had she went to Betty Ford. She was very honest about that. Her love of the gay and lesbian and bisexual and transgendered community. You know, she was good friends with Rock Hudson and James Dean. But the films, the films are what, we, you know, everything from Giant to um, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof with Paul Newman. I mean, oh my God, the, the tension within that film is just extraordinary. And um, the, there are just moments in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf that are really, yeah. Now that is a performance, and and it turns into a shit show. Sandy Dennis and all the other actors involved in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. George Siegel, Richard Burton, and then Richard, Richard Burton really knows how to bring her down in terms of when she's on these tirades and she meets him there. She meets him. That's that's what a good performer does. And they just keep going. It is a night. I mean, they're driving drunk. It is a night of madness.
and it just intensifies. I mean, and that's why I wanted to pick Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Now, Elizabeth Taylor herself talked about the love she had doing that film as a performer, as someone who wanted to show what she was really made of. And she worked with director Mike Nichols. Now, the film has been spoofed by Benny Hill. I I love spoofs. We're going to get to the spoof. Because only when you've been spoofed have you really made it. Barbara Walters, I'm talking to you. And in Elizabeth Taylor's case, she'd been spoofed so many times.
What would you do if you came home and found a man in bed with me? I'd hit him over the head with his white stick. <laughs> Oh my god. Now <laughs> that's that's one of them. There's you know, Benny Benny Hill had his reputation for doing really funny sketches. <laughs> um there's a lot going on. There's you know, who's afraid of Virginia Wolf? It is it's a play, Edward Albee, but Mike Nichols shoots it like a play. And you have the exorcism. You have all these beautiful chapters. And this is one of my favorites. This, I think, is what got her the Oscar. Excuses. 
and snap. I'm not going to try to get through to you anymore. There was a second back there, yeah, there was a second, just a second when I could have gotten through to you, when, when maybe we could have cut through all this, this crap. It's passed, and I'm not going to try. Once a month, Martha. I've gotten used to it. Once a month and we get misunderstood Martha, the good-hearted girl underneath the barnacles, the little miss that the touch of kindness will bring to bloom again. And I believed it more times than I'd like to admit because I don't like to think I'm that much of a sucker. But I don't believe you. I just don't believe you. There is no moment, there is no moment anymore when we could come together. That's one of my favorite moments is where they just confront one another and it just keeps on going. It is a night of madness.
<laughs> I had to play it all the way through. Oh my god, I love when she's like, Him can't, he too full of booze. Because, <laughs> you know, there was that, they were flirting, and then the games that they play, and Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? It's, it's like watching a circus. You're laughing, you're crying, you're like, what the fuck is going on? And that's why it's so brilliant is that you see Elizabeth Taylor's character Martha go through all these different you know denial <laughs> you know <laughs> and then Richard Burton's just there to they're continuing this madness and for that Sandy Dennis and Elizabeth Taylor both won Oscars Richard Burton didn't that always upset Elizabeth Taylor and yeah I mean my goodness it's it, I think he lost to um, Paul Schofield Schofield for a man of all seasons but here this is the moment
And so, Dame Elizabeth Taylor wins for a performance that she loved so much that Robert Walter said to her, what film do you want to be remembered for? And she said, well, she didn't say a tree like Catherine Hepburn. And she said, who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? And the night that Elizabeth Taylor died, Turner Classic Movies played Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? And I wanted to play for you. This is a clip of Elizabeth Taylor talking about Richard Burton as an actor, not just as a love of her life, but as an actor and how he inspired her to go those distances in the films they did together. I can never be more far away from you than this. Some years later, she met her second great love, British actor Richard Burton, on the set of Cleopatra. Both were married at the time, and their very public affair became an international scandal. Unquestionably, their torrid relationship was one of the century's great romances. Describe him. Issuing a bone. I thought that's wrong. We don't give the puppies bones. And one of 
the puppies was going and you feed in the burrow so much in the other person, in their mind, in their soul, that you begin to lose your own identity. Hard to understand, isn't it? Yeah, thank God I had it. Can you ever imagine having it again? I thought that would be important to show that relationship off screen versus what they portrayed on screen because you know they brought a lot of I think their own madness to that performance of Martha and George and Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf and I figured what better to celebrate Elizabeth Taylor than to talk about this film because it takes two it takes two in terms of the games that they play in the film and that and that's also a testament to the brilliance of Mike Nichols and a year later Mike Nichols won the Oscar for directing The Graduate so Mike, Mike Nichols was on a roll it was this Broadway performer and this comedian with Elaine May and here he is giving us these these performances in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. You know, whenever Mike Nichols put out a movie or a TV movie, the performances really stunned people. Whether it was Angels in America, uh, Carnal Knowledge, Working Girl, uh, what's that other one? Um, uh, what's, uh, with Cher, um, and the power plant. Sharon Mail Street. Um, what's that film? But, you know, aside from the fact that as a director, he's able to bring that out of people. Um, Silkwood, yeah, Silkwood. He directed Silkwood. But who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? That performance that she gives. And, it, and it's not just her. It's, like I said, it's Richard Burton, it's Sandy Dennis, it's George Siegel. And I think what, what they gave to us as performers, I've, I've always told people to watch Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Um, I think of a friend of mine from college, his name is Philip. I always wonder what happened to him. And... I told him to watch He's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, and he was stunned. And he said, this is before I ever started a podcast, that is amazing. And I said, yeah, because you can see every, all the tension, all the nerve endings in that performance. 
and you know sometimes the great actors they're not entirely acting and um I'm looking for it because I, I thought uh okay yeah here here's this is from a 2000 documentary about them acting together
And so I thought we would end tonight with that. Talking about, I mean, she was. Whenever I would talk to people, whether it was my, my, my grandmother's generation or my professor's generation, they all would talk about Elizabeth Taylor, the scandals, and then her beauty. She always retained that beauty, even toward the end of her life. The violet eyes, the, the black hair, um, and how she saw herself. She was a movie star. She was an icon. And the American Film Institute placed her at number eight in terms of female screen um, icons in 1999. And they all just raved about who's afraid of Virginia Woolf as I'm raving about it tonight. And then, you know, it was done on Broadway. The great Elaine Stritch played Martha on Broadway. And to quote her, she said that was the first time she ever had an orgasm. <laughs> but when you watch this film as I have I've watched Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf many times and I am just in love of, with her performance well her and Richard Burton you know that that's that's a case of really giving it to the screen and and it was such a, a such a mesmerizing performance and wherever you are, Elizabeth Taylor, thank you so much for not only what, first of all, what she does for her friends, and then for those who, those in the LGBTQ, and then those who were dying of AIDS, she was the first to come forward. And when she died, she left half of her fortune to her AIDS charity. She didn't even want to act anymore. The last time she was, she did a performance. She did. It was in 2001, called "These Old Old Broads" with Shirley MacLaine and her good friend Debbie Reynolds and Joan Collins. And so that's the Doctor Seuss Film Podcast as we honor these 90 years of of Elizabeth Taylor. She lived to be 79. Today, she would have been 90 years old. And that's the Doctor Seuss Film Podcast. I mean. I remember the first time I watched Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. I, I, I was newly in college and I watched it and I was just so stunned because I, I didn't realize at first they were playing a game. I thought, okay. And I, and I knew they'd been drinking. I wasn't a drinker myself. I wasn't 21 yet. Um, and I just kind of watched it. And those moments where she would go into these monologues and soliloquy-esque just uh, exorcisms of the mind and the body and the voice. And, you know, that moment where that opens the film where she says, what a dump. She, uh, Edward Albee basically pulled from uh, Beyond the Forest, Betty Davis, where Betty Davis looks around and she's like, what a dump. And she says it very calmly. What, Be uh, what Edward Albee did was to pump it up, give it some steroids <laughs> for Elizabeth Taylor. And so that's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, um, Unpleasant Dreams. <laughs>